Hey guys, uh, it's Mike from the Barman and Bevo podcast. Did a uh, another Tour de France episode this morning, Sunday morning, uh, during the last 10K of stage nine of the Tour de France. Had a lot of uh, crazy uh, carnage on the road with wrecks and finishes and uh, close call at the end for the stage winner. Um, you know, we did a little bit over 30 minutes um, and talked about some of the stages coming up this week. Um, Take a listen. I uh, want to uh, touch base on a couple sponsors as well. Reality Bikes, uh, they're, they're sponsoring our uh, fantasy, uh, cycling fantasy league for the Tour de France, which I am in last place because I've got now three riders out of the race on my team. Um, and uh, also Snyder Cycles. Uh, Seth, I saw Seth last night at the uh, Velodrome. He has a uh, raffle he's doing to raise money for the kids program there, um, $10 tickets. You can get them at his, his shop. You can get them at the velodrome. Um, he'll build you a custom frame, uh, for you, for your bike and all the proceeds go to all the kids programs there. Um, so check that out. You, I'm, I'm sure you can find Seth on, he's got a website. I want to say it's Seth, uh, Snyder Um, Short episode, 30 minutes. We'll be back again on Friday. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to try and do another Tour de France episode towards the end of the week um, and then do a regular episode. Oh, maybe we can talk about the British Open. That's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, That's uh, always a good, uh, good event. Um, yeah. So enjoy today's episode and, uh, you know, reach out to us if you've got any questions and we will uh, be back with you again on Friday. Je vous parle en direct de cette 17e étape du Tour de France. Le peloton, énorme machine de muscles et d'acier, vient de s'élancer. Welcome to uh, Tour de France episode four of the Barman and Bevo podcast. We are uh, watching live with 3.9 miles left of stage nine. It uh, looks like we've got a group of five riders, including the yellow jersey, uh, Iran from Cannondale. Uh, who else is in there, Mike? Is, uh, looks Aru, like Fulsang. Aru, Fulsang. Who's the last? There's one other rider. And it was the one of the French guys that was up in front. Uh, Barguil. Barguil. Okay, uh, and then Bar-Gil. Roman Bardet is out. It looks by about 15 seconds, so this group of five is going to try and catch him. I will do a quick recap of Stage 7 and Stage 8 while we're watching this uh, unravel, and then we've got a lot to talk about because a lot of things changed in the race here over the last 10 minutes. 10 minutes. O- along with earlier on in the stage. Yeah. Well, okay. Ginseng got knocked out the first climb, and then Garrett uh, Thomas uh, got knocked out about halfway through the stage. So yeah. they were dropping like flies. 
Okay, so stage seven, um, to no surprise, uh, it was a sprint stage, flat, relatively flat. We had uh, Kittle win his third stage of uh, the Tour de France. Um, nothing fancy about the stage, nothing interesting about the stage, in my opinion, other than the sprint. Um, and that's really, I mean, you got anything to add to that? I mean, it was your well, typical Bosenhagen, sprint stage. But, well, that's the stage that Bosenhagen and Kid, Kittle tied, mm-hmm. pretty much tied. Yeah, okay. I did forget that. It was a photo finish. It was photo one of the finish. closest ones they've ever had. But it did show that you don't necessarily have to be the fastest person in the field in order to to win the stage. I know Kittle did end up pulling it out pretty much because he had a wider tire on, I think, than Bosenhagen. But Bosenhagen just had a great race, and he's... He doesn't quite have the finishing speed that some people does. I'm sure. I'm sure Bling Michael Matthews had more watts that day, but he just couldn't. He just wasn't mentally prepared like Boson Hawkins was to try to win. So it was a great. It was a great. Great to see Dimension Data actually race well and kind of show that they don't necessarily need Mark Cavendish to have a great tour. Sure. Um, on to stage eight, we had a, a hillier stage. Um, Is it lumpy? It wasn't, I don't know that it was lumpy, but there was a, a cat three, then a cat two, then a cat one. Right. So, um, it was the first, it was the second kind of climber stage in the race. Um, there was a, if I'm looking at my notes correctly, um, steep uphill, then flat finish. I think it was like 10 or 15 K of flat at the end of the stage. Um, we had a relatively young guy win the, the, the stage. Uh, he was in his second year, his first Tour de France. He's French. I've got Lillian Calmagene. I don't know. I'll probably butcher that because I don't speak Sounds French. Sounds close enough. Um, but in a – so he wins his stage. He had a cramp in his calf or thigh. Yeah, with about 5K to go, I think. Um, he won the stage by 36 seconds or so, something like that. Um What's crazy is the cramp is causing him issues today, yes. and now he's off the back with a couple teammates, um, and in jeopardy of not making the time cut. Um, well, there's lots of people today that are in jeopardy of. Yeah, well, yeah. Damari I mean, was 20 minutes down on the first climb, so if he if he makes the time cut, I'd be absolutely amazed. So we've got 1.9 miles left. It looks like Bardet has 11 seconds on the group of five. And it's less than 11 seconds. Yeah, it looks more like five. They're, yeah, they're in the. They're at 4K to go. Well, no, that's oh, the, that's the that's group the, behind them. They're at 3K to go. That's the Dan Martin way Nairo to go. Quintana. Way to ride, way to ride, Richie. How did okay. I get? How did I get splashed? So let's let's talk about the carnage that you predicted. <laughs> I said this was going to be a great stage for a number of reasons, just for the for the climbs. But you, you know, there's always going to be wrecks. We saw. Garen Thomas out, I think, on the second or third climb. There were like five or six climbs today. Yeah, Garen Thomas the crashed on downhill. Descent, he was in front of yeah. Port. Right. Um, we then had, uh, I'm going to try and, movie a movie star writer, Jesus Harada, crashed early. He's out of the race. Alexei Lutsenko is out of the race. And then uh, Bakitar Kozatayev of Astana is out of the race. They all wrecked today. There was a slick downhill early on. It looked like there was a little rain in play. Uh, some of the downhills were slick. The de- the descent was completely wet. Yeah, that early in the and stage. guys were taking it chances. Started, they yeah, it started been, to dry out. Some it looks like Bardet's caught. So we've got a group of six riders now, um, sprinting the last two k, roughly. Two, right. 
Six-second um, time bonus for the win. Yeah. So do you think Aru or Froome? No. Or you got Aron? Uh, Aron doesn't finish all that well. Um, man, it's these guys don't usually sprint, so it's no, really, really hard. <laughs> um, okay, so the main the main story that's going to come out of this, other than Garrett Thomas crashing out of his second... <laughs> second major uh, tour of the Grand year. Tour, which means he's going to line up for the Volta and try to crash go, out of all. Go for the three-peat? Go for the three. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the last descent, we had this group of seven or eight riders, including the group here, um, with Froome and Uron and um, all these guys. Richie Port took a line I don't know what line he was taking well I think he he was overlapped he was overlapped to to the the descent was twisting yes and it was a beautiful descent it had little rises and and swoosh you were yeah it was swooshing. like zigzagging but zigzagging not like from left to right not so, massive cutbacks so that you normally have I believe Richie Port's Richie Port's front wheel was to the what was going to be was the outside but became the inside of that turn and when that when the rider ahead didn't know that Richie was overlapped, he didn't leave any room, and Richie had nowhere to go but into the in, dirt. into the into the dirt. And he's very lucky he didn't end up down in that ravine. But his bike was lower than the pavement, and so when his front wheel stopped moving, he d- went directly into the asphalt and slid it across and splashed Dan Martin. Um, his bike was in pieces. Oh, he yard sailed it. His glasses, everything yeah. was coming. Bottles were going everywhere. Glasses were everywhere. So Froome's leading it out, it looks like. Well, it'd be his responsibility. Right. Um, being that he's the yellow jersey. Yes. We've got another turn here. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, so Port hit the ground and went from the left side of the road, slid all the way across to the right. Oh, Aron still hasn't gotten full his gear. going to go. Aron still hasn't well, gotten his gear corrected. <laughs> I hope he dropped it back into the big ring. Yeah, he's um, there. Support slid all the way across the pavement, and then on the other side was basically like a wall. Yeah, it looked look like, um, they, like, had a, carved, like or, they had carved the road yeah, out of a like of a, a in, dirt, of grass, a, stone, yeah. whatever's there. But he hit that hard. Unfortunately, it looks look, it looks well. He was carried off in a stretcher. His Iran's uh, going to win this. I don't think Bargi is. Uh... Oh, oh! Bargi saying he got it. It looked like he did. Um, that was a good bike throw from from non sprinters. Um, Port Port's race is over. He got carried off on a stretcher. He's he's out of the tour. But the the thing that you said it Friday night <laughs> on the downhill, <clears throat> one of the main contenders was going to crash. Was going to go and, out. And um, well, two of them were involved in that wreck because Dan Martin got taken out. I mean, he lost. Well, he's he's, Dan he's thirty second. He's 30 seconds yeah, behind the main he's, group he's with Quintana. He didn't deserve that, but he. Uh, yeah. Uh, it looks like Adam Scott's there. Um, one of the Sky Riders. A Lotto Jumbo Rider, too. Right. So good on Dan Martin for for doing his best to, uh, to make it back. You know, in. what's great is the two. There's half my two, fantasy. And their cousins, Martin and Roche, they've looked, relative, they've looked pretty good. I don't know where I Roche think is. I think it's his, uh, Stephen Roche is his uncle. 
Oh, it's their uncle and nephew. Yeah, uh, it's at, it's Nicholas Roach. They said and yesterday Dan they were that they, are, they Nicholas Roach, uh, the writer that's in the tour yeah. on BMC. No, um, that's I'm a, sorry. I, I I was thinking Stephen Roach, and that no, no. Stephen Roach is his Nicholas uncle. Roach was in the finished second Steven's, yesterday. Yeah, that Stephen's son. The Irish guys have looked good. Yeah, they looked good last year though too. I think they both finished relatively high. Yeah, uh, well, last year. Nicholas well, Roach has been on AJ2R in the in the past and has been um, a Tour de France. Uh, team leader, a, uh, a protected rider in the Tour de France. So uh, he understands the pressure that goes on there. He just doesn't – he can get top ten in a Tour, but he just doesn't quite have enough to uh, uh, to, to compete for the win regularly. Yeah. So I think what we're going to see is um, – that's going to be – they're, they're going to have to look at that on the photo finish. Well, he's, he's the Frenchman's crying already. Yeah. He won. <laughs> the, French, the French have won three of the first <laughs> nine stages. Yeah. Kittle has more than France. Yes. Or has the same as France. The same as France. But just just a couple of French wins is always good for the country. Yeah. And the um, podium girls are taking pictures of him. One girl with the phone was smoking hot. Well, I don't think they... They I don't, think they don't the pick interview. any algos for that I, job? I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think the... Uh, okay, so we see Quintana lost another 30 seconds. And here, here we have Alberto Contador... Who cracked hard on the climb? Um, it looks like he's going to lose at least. Like I said, he must have signed his contract last night for his two, <laughs> two-year renewal. <laughs> um, he had lost two forty-five going into the uh, um, the climb. Oh, oh, Iran oh, got it. Iran got it. <clears throat> he's crying for no reason. Ouch. <laughs> that sucks. Ouch. Well, let's talk about Iran real quick because uh, going with about 10k left, he had a mechanical issue. Um, yeah, it looked like uh, his, his derailleur, his, his rear derailleur, derailleur wasn't working. He only had the front uh, derailleur. The Mavic, uh, uh, the neutral service car, the new, the mechanic came out and actually pulled the derailleur, pulled the rear derailleur uh, down to the 11 for him. Which is, if it's Di2, that's uh, a possibility. He probably wasn't Di2. Um, they like the the Di2 is a little bit heavier than mechan- than mechanical, so. Um, it was interesting. Iran was having to climb, and so basically not necessarily he, the gear that he wanted. So basically, he had two gears to to work. Yes. So and he had the, the on the front, never on made the front crank. You've got the front derailleur, the front derailleur, and you've got the what we call the little ring and the big ring. Right. Um, the big ring gives you a stronger, you know, allows you to go a little bit faster because you can generate more power from that. Where the smaller ring, typically what I call the climbing ring. Right. Um, you know, so with in these flats, I'm hoping it was, you know, so he his chain was closer to the outside than the inside, right? So it could generate a lot, you know. To for me, it's I have a slower pedal stroke than probably you do. Tradition, yeah. Usually you do you. Your body usually has a natural cadence that it likes to right, like ninety to ninety five RPMs. Usually, sometimes a little a little bit lower. So that's it's something that that uh, everybody everybody kind of gets into a groove and wants to be wants to be in a certain cadence. The other um, interesting thing that happened on the climb was you were in the kitchen cooking breakfast and um, Froome had a mechanical issue. You sa- I said, Froome's in trouble. And you said, is he looking down at the stem? And I said, yes. <laughs> he goes, oh, he's in trouble. And then he starts calling for the team car. Um, at the same time, Fabio Aru attacks. Um, Quintana went with him. Port went with him, but then Dan Martin was in that group. 
he my goes whole up, fantasy team was in the second group. Jordan Bennett's <laughs> in there too. <laughs> Dan Martin comes up to the front, says, "Hey, slow down." He had a mechanical. He at that point, Froome had switched switched bikes, had two three teammates with them. They rode back to the group. Uh, support fin or I'm sorry, Froome finished the last. 30k or so on a second bike not necessarily it's probably a second bike setup for him but right. um not the bike he started with um it looks like we're gonna see uh iran as the stage winner by, by photo finish wow that's why you work on your bike throw um what else did we see today i took a lot of notes but we, we went through all of them already Wow. We've got a rest day tomorrow. Correct. Um, the, the riders will be super stoked about that. Yes, because today, the last, yesterday, probably not as hard as today, but today looked super hard. Um, at one That's point, the, the off the back was like at 30 minutes. Yeah. And they said the cutoff was going to be um, 42, 43 minutes. So and you, you possibly have the stage winner from yesterday dropping out of the race because of I gotta think with all the crashes though they're gonna. No, they they have to follow the rules. They're um, on a mountain stage. There's a certain percent of the wind time right. um, that you have to that you really have to stay with. All right. Well, why don't we do um, a quick preview of um, stage ten, eleven, twelve, and maybe even thirteen. Sure. And just. Um, We'll do that real quick, and then we'll talk about... We're coming back on Friday. Right. So we're taking the rest day. I yes. need it. <laughs> um, well, the mammosas have been going pretty good. Yeah, I've had uh, two or two mammosas this morning. Um, Miller High Life and Orange Juice. <laughs> My brother would be proud. Wow. Um, we're going to do Friday, and then maybe like Sunday or Monday. We're gonna, I think we said Friday and Monday. Yeah. We're going to do... The next, second rest day. On the next rest day. Um, so Tuesday, uh, Perigo to Bergerac, 178K. You know, they, they come out of the rest day. It looks like a relatively um, easy day, 178K. Flat, flat finish. And I'll have down, there's two Cat 4 climbs. So maybe kind of bumpy in the middle, but um, it looks to be a sprinter stage altogether. Um, do, do we... We're getting to the point, do, do we see any other sprinters beating Kittle out? Do, do we see Greipel? Do we see uh, Michael well, Matthews? Greipel has, Greipel's won a stage in about every stage race that he's um, ever raced in. That, he, that he's been in over the last couple of years. I think I think Greipel, know, Greipel will want to win a stage, and he's going to target a specific stage for him to win. Uh, Michael Matthews will be going after anything that Michael Matthews and um, Philippe Gilbert... And Van Avermaet will go after anything that has uh, any sort of uh, uphill or a, a, some sort of small climb before the within 5K of the finish. Uh, so they'll they'll target those those stages for themselves. Okay. Um, <laughs> that commercial's great. Yes. <laughs> Do so. We should. We we're not going to see one dominant sprinter here. Well, Damari looks like he might get kicked out of yeah. the of the tour, um, so Kittle might based be, on time, based on time, missing the time cut. Kittle will will want to focus on that on 
on getting the green jersey and finishing uh, finishing off with a win on the final stage. Oh, what we didn't talk about was Rafael Micah. He had a wreck as well. Um, looked like he had he uh, he was on the side of the road with Garrett Thomas. Yes, um, and he had a couple of teammates with him, and then he waved his teammates off to stay in the race and uh, kind of kept his thing um, stayed stayed on his own. So, how does Catherine Tappen get stuck working on the weekend? She was working yesterday too. Uh, I think she gets paid to do this. Yeah, well, she probably just got to show up for an hour. An hour. <laughs> I guess she can't. Uh, yeah, I guess it is live. So yeah. Well, yes, it, ha- it has to be. So, all right. So um, Wednesday we got stage eleven. Emit to pawn. Uh, another flat, slight uphill. Should be a uh, sprint finish. And at this point, they're um, moving. That stage is along the Atlantic coast, from what I can guess, based on the map. Okay. A um, little bit longer stage, two hundred three. Okay, I mean not not super long, but uh, longer than the day before. Um, then we got Thursday. It looks like another somewhat uh, it looks like a decent climbing stage. It's Pond to uh, Paragades, or Paragudes. I'm not sure. Um, doing good, doing good. 214k. Uh, we've got a Cat Four, a Cat Two, a Cat One, uncategorized. Another Cat One. And then a Cat 2. That's Wednesday? That's Thursday. Thursday. So that could be a pretty good stage as well. True. Um, maybe not quite as many hills, but maybe not as challenging. Um, but they get, you know, rest day, two flat stages, and then that. Yes. So not too terrible. Um, looks It looks to be an uphill finish. So right. we could have a similar situation to... Um, Stage three, if I remember correctly, uh, stage five was the first. Uh, okay, was the first uphill finish. But I think you'll we'll see more of second place defending against third place, third place defending against fourth place, fourth place defending against fifth place. I don't think anyone will really go after Chris Froome. Um, well, there might not be anybody left at that point. Yeah, <laughs> Froome. Froome. Got tired of the attacking, so kind of went on his uh, uh, attacked himself uh, there on the on the final climb and kind of what? evened everything out. So I think everybody knows everybody knows how good the others' riders are now. So it would have to be something goes wrong for Fru. Well, you had second and third fall out today. Was right. was Port in third? Yes, I believe so. And Thomas was in second. And Thomas was in second. Your fa- so, your your team leader. Yeah. <laughs> so how many guys? I think I had Port on my team. I now I have three guys off my fantasy team. That, that's the hard part about it. <laughs> that's the hard part about a three a three week tour. Oh my god! I've got six riders left. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, let's let's go back real quick and talk about Port on the climb. You noticed something after he switched bikes. You said he's working awfully hard, uh, or his pedal cadence was awfully high, and it didn't seem like he was really getting anywhere. Right. Um, was or it? Froome. Yeah, for that's what I mean. Froome, I said port. Froome. Oh, there's the port crash again. Man, is that bad? Yes. They they locked up his neck in, in yard sale. Yeah. Martin's like, oh crap. Damn it, Richie. So, Froome's climbing, gets on the new bike, 
And and you said immediately, it looks like he's working really hard. His pedal cadence well, no, is too he's high. Actually, and he's he's actually working very easy. So um, if you remember the Lance Armstrong days, part of the reason Lance increased his cadence was because he was taking the oxygenating drugs. And so whenever I see whenever I see riders uh, who are using a super high cadence, um, that usually mean that traditionally I would assume that they would be working on oxygenators as as a cheating mechanism. Uh, the other thing is, it was rather steep, is his rear cassette must have, he must have had, it looked like almost like a subcompact crank, uh, chain ring setup, which would be like a 5236. Mm-hmm. And you can actually put a 34 on there. So he possibly could have had a 3432, um, 34 front chain ring and a 32 rear cassette. And that would create that pedal cadence also. Um, of course, uh, Rigoberto Oran actually won the stage in the wrong gear. So, Well, what we think. I mean, yeah. that's, what, that's exactly what it looked like when the mechanic was working on. So, you, you mean, you know more about that stuff than I. So, I, I had to, I'm like, that makes sense to me. So. Yeah. So, he was, he was in an exceptionally low gear. They'd have, they'd have done that in the Volta sometimes. Uh, they, the, it, it seems in Spain they have st- climbs that are much steeper than other parts of the world. And the, they, the mechanics put on special gearing just for that stage. Um, it, you know, it, 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 eventually you just have to use a certain number of kilojoules to get to a top of a climb. You can't necessarily, you can't necessarily sp- spin and not, and not go anywhere. Like you notice, he it looks like he's, he's spinning, but to me, traditionally, that that reminds me of the old Lance days when people were taking EPO and other oxygenating drugs. Um, okay, so let's let's we're gonna round out with this the uh, thir- stage thirteen on on Friday, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of go over the overall standings because it's been somewhat turned upside down. Um, stage thirteen is Saint Jeron to Foix. 101k that's a bit short 101k that's only 62 miles but it's a another climber stage is three cat one climbs yes so that they're using that to kind of set up uh for people who want to attack on the very first climb and see if they can put uh froom into uh into into trouble okay um and it looks like three category one climbs and then a downhill finish so I mean, it, it looks like we should see some more action Thursday, Friday. If I look at Saturday, um, looks gradually uphill, two category three climbs, and then a downhill finish. So um, Saturday doesn't look too bad. Sunday, cat one, cat, then a three rolling hills, then another cat one. Downhill, Cat Ford, downhill. So it looks like the hard days next week are Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday. Not easy, but, right. you know, a different look to this year's tour where typically you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Pyrenees, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Alps, and then flat stages in between. So they're, I really like the way they've done this. Yes. It kind of changed it up. Um, it is a little so it's bit not as and more predictable, in there. and then yes. having a short stage there's, and then you kind of bookend the tour with time trials. Yeah. Um, well, stage twenty is a time trial. Stage twenty one, they're not going to make a time trial. It's the ride into Paris. So it's basically a glorified victory stage. Right. Um, but the it's it's been 
more enjoyable, I think, this year, even though Sky is still in the lead. It looks like they're going to go yellow to yellow. Well, this is the first time we've seen Froome without teammates on the final climb. That's true. He did lose, and he lost and both of them at the same time. Yeah, so it's um, it's the racing has been has been better. Yes, it's been um, seeing so so that this is actually you know Astana has has two riders in in this group. Uh, in the fi- in the final group of of the climb, which is not necessarily Astana. Astana had Aru oh, oh, and oh, false, false sign, yeah. but Aru actually was sick for the Giro, so that's why he's in the Tour de France. So, looking at this, it, having one rider from all, each team, it's more six interesting. Ri- six riders. It, it, to me, it means that they're there. It's a better chance that they're they're clean. All right, so uh, we'll wrap this up real quick. Rigoberto Aran wins the stage. Um, in a bike throw. In a bike throw. I mean, half a, half a tire width across the line. over, um, And then um, we've got a change, basically, in the top three. I wrote down the, the four. Oh, God, that crash is just... The only one that I think was worse than that was the Beloki crash. That one was a thousand times worse than that. Yeah. Because he broke, didn't he break like his femur? So Dan Martin, Dan Martin actually reported that Richie Port uh, grabbed a little, a little too much rear brake and had it locked up, oh. and so he lost he lost the ability to to decide what direction he was going. All right, so Iran wins the stage, um, its first tour stage win from what I and saw on the team. Cannondale's uh, first Grand Tour stage win in a long time. Right, they did. They had the polka dot jersey. Two days early in the in the race, but well, with Nate Brown and and Finney, uh, Taylor, and Taylor Finney. Finney, yeah. But that was more to bro- to Stone, talk about Taylor Stoner Finney's Finney. uh, <laughs> his conspiracy <laughs> theories about the moon. <laughs> he that's what he sounds like. He's that guy is like talking about weird stuff. Um, okay, so the overall standings um, in the yellow jersey, we still have uh, Chris Froome of Sky um, because Bardet or because uh, Garen Thomas is out now. Because Richie Port is out now. Um, they still haven't put up the results. I've got... Well, they, I saw it on the bottom. Um, oh. Froome in first. I saw it on the bottom line. Aru in second. Bardet oh, in third. Iran in fourth. Right. Um, Falsang in fifth. Yeah, I didn't get... I didn't... I couldn't write fast enough to see. Um, Aru is still only 18 seconds down on Froome. Is Kittle in the green jersey? I, I think Bardet's so. Bardet's now in the polka dot, or is it? No, uh, Barguil. Barguil is in the. Is in there. Um, George Bennett got in the top ten. Wow. Oh, he's Your fantasy overall. team's going to be doing awesome then. Well, I don't have Chris Froome. You don't need him. Well, you can't beat your fantasy team. Can't beat the person a, a team without the person in yellow. Oh. It's very difficult. Yeah, but then you can't win the twenty dollars gift card. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, from, no cigar, from, no room from Reality Bikes. Um, I know you can't really talk about the races last night. Well, you can you can talk about you were judging the races. How right. was the overall event? The overall event was fantastic. Um, I thought uh, the racing, um, the fields was the fields were rather large, uh, yes. which is why we combined some fields uh, the way we did. Uh, we added a masters category. 
um, which had about 12 to 14 riders in it. The, the women came out. I believe we had nine or 10 women in, yes, the, there women's, were a lot. in the women's field, which was excellent. We had 25 or 26. At one time or another, we had 25 or 26 A's uh, racing. Um, we had about 30 signed up. So uh, the physical racing itself was was uh, very exciting. The um, uh, we do it was called it's called the Omnium. We call the the either the summer one or the fall one the Omnium. Uh, so it's the the you score points in in six different races, and then the person who scored the most points by the uh, by the uh, by the finish. And then we did a uh, Madison. Uh, at the end that was scored yes. and, and scored separately you like the madison i love the madison so much fun to watch <laughs> um and then your your guys finished second in that um kevin and um kevin and chad chad the mm-hmm. chad chad danger blade is that his name uh, <laughs> well he i has saw that about, on the board he has about 30 uh nicknames, 30 nicknames. Uh, wasn't he big brick light brick light last brick, time i saw brick, him was brick, brick light. light yeah br- um Let's, um, we're going to end this here. Um, we're just at 30 minutes. Um, let's wow, plug, good. plug Reality Bikes. Thank you, Reality Bikes, uh, reality for, bikes the for the gift cards and, and the fantasy having game. the fun with the fantasy le- team league. But not only that, it's it's one of the better shops in Atlanta to go to to get work done, to get parts, to, to get whatever you need, um, especially when Mike Barman works there. Um, <laughs> uh, let's plug... Um, I talked to Seth Snyder a little bit last night. Um, let's plug his raffle. Uh, yes, he's uh, raising um, uh, money for the Youth Cycling League by uh, he donated a uh, frame, yes, uh, hand built in Atlanta by Seth himself. Yep, and we're selling raffle tickets, ten dollars a piece. Uh, we believe they're ten dollars a yep. piece. And uh, at the end of the season, we'll be doing the drawing for the for the frame. So you can get them at his. He has 150 tickets at his shop, and the Velodrome has another 20 tickets that he Correct. left behind to sell. And there. you can shoot an email to info at dicklanevelodrome.com if you'd like to participate in the raffle. It's a free frame. Up. Uh, yeah. You know, built so to your makes, size yeah. and um, uh, built to your specifications, actually. Um, and then when is the next race down at the velodrome? Is that in August or it was good, it's good Labor Day weekend? It's okay. the, uh, the very uh, the first uh, Friday and Saturday, September 1st and 2nd. Okay, so we will. Um, oh, we'll, and you did get a chance to meet Scott Patton. I did, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> he gets another mention, another mention, another mention. I'm sure he'll be. Sending me a message on Facebook. Uh, Somehow, Scott came way. by the... Uh, Scott, was, was he judging or referee? He was the chief referee last night, and I was um, the chief judge. And he came by. I was working concessions with my wife, Jessica. He came by and got some chicken nachos minus the chips. Yes. Because <laughs> he's lost... It looks like he's lost a yeah, ton, 50, 60, the, 70 pounds. I don't know. I believe know. he does the Cato diet. Is that Cato diet? Cato? Uh, you mean Keto. paleo? No. I think it's something else. They're all... All these things are the same now. Well, no bread, no... No bread, no sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no grain, because uh, I'm looking at one as well. It's, it's, it's a version of Atkins or yeah. Paleo. They're all, the, they're all very similar, and I'm sure I'm going to piss well, somebody off by it's saying It's odd, because when we go to Oz Pizza, at the, at the end of the night, uh, Scott gets uh, two orders of meatballs, light on, super light on the sauce, and I believe he has some cheese on them. 
Yeah, but there's breadcrumbs in the meatballs. He probably doesn't realize that. <laughs> Any good Italian knows what goes in those. The, there's a solution to that. I've made meatballs with panko breadcrumbs. You could do a, um, yeah. And they came out really good. But panko's still bread also. No, it's not. Really? There's no car. There's, Lighter there's carbs. less carbs and less sugars in it than normal breadcrumbs. Okay, so we'll be back Friday. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, if you've got any questions or comments, Friday we might do a, a mixed mixed bag show. Because okay. we haven't really done a show. I mean, I want to talk a little bit about the All-Star Games this week for baseball. Not that it that matters Nobody for any... No, Nobody I'm not, um, Does it mean you get home field advantage still in the Yes, World which is series? ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um... We've got the All-Star game. It looks like the Hawks have completely imploded their team. Uh, they're starting over. Way over. They let everybody go. Well, they weren't that good to begin with. So. <laughs> and they play in the East, so they don't, have to, they don't really have to be all that competitive to make right. the playoffs. Right. Um, there's that to talk about. I'm sure we can start maybe talking a little bit about football. We can probably do that more football. on the rest day. The rest day. Oh, we can do that on the rest day stage. The rest day podcast. Yeah, because I kind of covered all the stages already. Yeah. So let's do that. Maybe we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll budget that for... Um, or we could do a we could do a Tour de France podcast and then like we did the other night the just other night two in one and, night and then do a separate one so cycling folks can do the cycling side and the yeah because I think we might be um, our, our downloads are down because all we're talking about is cycling, cycling. for the last exactly. ten days okay so um, we'll be back on Friday um, we may may just record two on Friday or we'll do Friday Friday, Friday Monday, Monday we'll order a regular yeah, see one see how it goes. Um, if you have any questions, email us, um, Barman and Bevo on Facebook, Barman and, Barman and Bevo Pod on, or at Barman and Bevo Pod on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is at Bevo8771, that's B-E-V-O-8771. You can find me on um, Facebook, Michael Vandura. You can find Barman on Facebook at Michael Barman. And his, if I remember correctly, his Twitter handle is at underscore Coach Barman. Yes. Um, it's easy to find us. I'm constantly posting on Facebook. Mike's constantly posting on Facebook and Twitter. Um, keep listening, and we will uh, we'll we'll talk to you on Friday. What's the song? Good old boys. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get up But the law never will Making their way